0: Okay, we're about to bounce straight into our Belmont Guineas Day preview at Belmont. This Saturday, June 20, uh, the rail goes back to the true position. Mm. We've had a bit of uh, a bit of rain around yesterday and today, uh, which is Thursday, midday. So, Terry, uh, it's a soft seven at the moment. I imagine it's going to dry out between now and seven, Saturday. Major? That's what it says on Chris. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I imagine it's going to dry out a touch, so we're looking probably around about a soft five, I would say. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the Belmont surface
1: for yes, Saturday? Yes, soft five, I think a pretty fair assessment. I don't think there's going to be a great deal more rain. It's about midday now. I don't think there's a huge amount more forecast uh, for today, a little bit more today, but Friday and Saturday's going to be pretty dry, so... It should be nice conditions. We haven't raced on the true pad for quite a while. Um, when we did race at the true pad, I mean, all I can do now is I'm not even going to I'm not even going to try and predict what it's going to do. I'm just going to tell you what it's done in the past. Okay, I, I keep a lot of data. Um, the first two meets of the season were at the true pad, and it played super fair. It couldn't have played any better. There were leaders winning on the rail, there were winners coming from. Remember, Silver Scouts win down the center of the track. Really yeah. sprinted hard. Really nice, fair track. Last season, um, whenever we went back to the true pad, because we often have a couple, of, we always have a couple of months off as the rail, you know, goes true three six. We pop out midweek is always out there. Um, when we went back to the true pad, the majority, not all the time, but the majority of the time, I played really fair. Mm. Um, so, look, I think we're just going to go into this thinking that the rail shouldn't be off. There shouldn't be any issues in that sense. Um, but going back to your true pad, there's always a big chance—not um, a big chance, but there's always a chance it could play on pace um that seems to last season that occurred about 20 or 30 percent of the time but look it, i think if we just allow for a nice fair track there's a lot of good horses running today yeah. that are drawn pretty well so i don't L- think lots um, of lots of quality yeah, yeah. there is and there's one or two races with a stack of speed um and some questionable speed where <laughs> horses should get their chance if they're good enough from the back so um i think we should get stuck in one thing i did want to say before we started i think if you're ever going to tip a card and i've mentioned this to you already bj i think if you're ever going to tip a card and <laughs> We've all, uh, we've all been close, well, we've, we've been close at certain points in time. This is the, the race meet. I think there's three or four sort of giveaways at the shorts. Um, there is a couple which I'm, I'm pretty confident will get the job done, and I think there's a bit of juice in the prices at the mid twos, to be mm-hmm. honest. Races six and seven, um, if you can find the winner of those two, reckon a card might be on offer
0: mm. today.
1: Let's see if we can find the elusive card, BJ.
0: I like it, yeah. The um, That could be something we put on Twitter, actually. Mm-hmm. Try and tip the card. Yeah. Um, the one, 1-1 one
1: merchandise. 1-1 yeah. pod, one, one <laughs> pod merchandise pack. You'd, you'd probably want more if you tipped the card. Oh, you? okay. you'd, you'd be dirty if you got a hat and a T-shirt for hand nine in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so that does look to be some pretty fine horse flesh in action, Belmont Guinea's day. And yeah, it looks like a fine day as well. Maximum 20 degrees yeah. should, be, should be perfect um, by the time this card rolls around. So let's get Started on race one, Terry. The Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Maiden over 1,400 metres. Remembering it's it's another early start, 11.53 a.m. bounce down. Terry, what are we doing with this this Maiden on a sad day?
1: Well, we're going to probably get our first... Well, one of our first proper looks. We had a little, a couple of looks last week. Our first proper look at how bad that inside pad was a fortnight ago. BJ, we mentioned that Laverod was the only horse to run a place that settled there at the 800 meter mark, and um, I was pretty keen. Along with, well, it looks like the entirety of Australia, Mr. Delegator. Um, we tipped him at well, I tipped him at about two dollars thirty. Traded a dollar sixty three. So, looked like a bit of a goose when he gets um, when he misses a hole, mm. but. The amount of money that came for him the fact that he just had he had to seem to on face value have every chance in the run have the perfect uh perfect running transit out in front and obviously he was gone halfway down the straight. Didn't want to be there. But how much that are we putting down to the inside pad? Very hard to quantify. This will give us a great um, yeah. a great pointer in regards to how we – um, Good early litmus test, isn't it? It is a good early. It's very well said, actually. It is. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see how Mr. Delegator goes. a race I'm probably going to stay out of. I'll, I'll have a look at the prices. But um, Western Rhythm on the surface just looks like your obvious selection. It's going to land just behind the speed. I have absolutely no issue with its um, ability to jump and land literally on the back of Mr. Delegator here. Um, I think the reason it settled so far back uh, was the barrier. Yep. On debut, even in it's trial, it went back fourth or four, but I think it was restrained a little bit from from Pikey. There, they've got no issue with. Um, uh, I've got no issue with the fact that it'll be getting the run of the race. It'll be challenging Mr. Delegator, and um, yeah, it'll be a battle of wits. From there i'd suggest a stack of respect for hula hoops who was sixes Mm. to three dollars fifty first up but um from from the barrier another nose margin yeah and Mm. i was on the who had the sixes Mm. uh another one that i've got a um stack of respect for but you just can't map the win there for me so um look at two dollars twenty western rhythm three thirty mr delegator i think those markets aren't too far from spot on and i'll be um i'll be staying out at this stage bj but a very good race to watch and we can um get a feel for that rail
0: yeah uh, in my leg up, my pre pre markets preview that was released this morning, I yeah. tipped Western Western rhythm on top for all the reasons that Terry outlined. Just looks looks a sweet setup. it, geez, it, geez, it went it when it let down uh, mm-hmm. on debut, just it, it covered the ground sweetly. Um the, the closing speed was there, the clock backed it up, just looks set up. Set up perfectly for Pike to kick off what could be a massive day, but they did say the same thing last yeah, Saturday. This,
1: this looks different, though. Yeah. This is last. I mean, was he
0: dollar one in the Jockey Challenge last week? Is that right, or did I read that wrong? I don't actually yeah. have a look. I'm not sure. Yeah, so well, he's going to ha- he's going to have to be what dripping
1: in red figures again. Oh, in This week's Jockey Challenge, under even money. Yeah. yeah, you put a dollar on, you get ninety cents back. I yeah. reckon. Just, yeah, just enjoy the ride. Yeah. So
0: anyway, so this this is um, a good. Good ride for the wizard to kick off what could be a big day, but for me, I'm a bit like you, Terry. I didn't really like that price too much. Western Rhythm. I had met Western Rhythm and Mr. Delegate a lot closer in my pricing, um, and therefore, I'm tipping Western Rhythm. But I, I wouldn't. I suspect that they we might the market might overplay the. The disappointing Mr. Delegator run last time, and if he bounces back to what we mm-hmm. think he's capable of, he can—he's going to be really hard to beat, I think. So that—that that, I might swing around um, um, price dependent. I As I
1: always say, BJ, we've got to bet the market, don't we? Yeah. So look, at, on the same note, if, we, if they if they come for Mr. Delegator again and they're yeah. really forgiving it because of the inside pad, and we see some some two eighty later at Western Rhythm, that's the way I'll go. So I'm going to bet the market, but I'm also happy not to bet if uh, if the market doesn't give me the price, BJ. Okay, good, good stuff. Race number two, the first of three shorties in a row here, BJ. This just simply looks better than them, and uh, I can only suggest – sorry, this is the uh, 1,300-metre Amelia Park plate for the two-year-olds. Yeah, Rain of Fire was just a different level to these. There's nothing stepping into this race where um, you go, okay, that can can – Challenge it on what we've seen thus far. So look, rain of fire. My notes say anything approaching even money. I'd be happy getting involved in. Look, that, I, I think it's a, it's probably a genuine $1.30 pop. Mm. To be honest, um, the only concern really is two year olds. Um, they they can train off a little bit quicker than expected. But look, I, I won't be getting involved at in the dollar fifty five. Um, in saying that, you can probably make a case <laughs> to put a few of these together. Um, uh multi multi up. Multi, up, yeah, multi multi up yeah up. well we just uh we just got the mail through that the multi-up on rain of fire uh and the next couple is a is a good thing but um yeah should just be winning dj yeah yeah agree
0: was very obviously very bullish on rain of fire on debut and he just absolutely belted him belted his rivals and just looked like every bit a
1: um so, Madam Toria made that trial form a good oh, too. I'm just having a look at that now, isn't enormous, it? Enormous, one yeah. by five as well. So he's one. So yeah, he's <laughs> but come but out one like, by five. Madam Toria's come out in one by five, six, seven, one yeah. by the straight. So. It
0: wasn't like you know how big margins in two-year races are usually leaders. Yeah, this horse was like with them. At it, the was it was unlucky. Yeah, it was, it was
1: unlucky to only win by 4.8,
0: basically,
1: yeah. wasn't and it? The so. way
0: that it just came, and From what from all from what I heard, a few whispers on the street, the stable mm. actually has a higher opinion of. Billy Ain't Silly, who was scratched from Belmont last Saturday. Oh, but that's, that sounds silly to me. It does. It Can't seems, be better
1: than this one, can you? Surely. Bit,
0: there's always a better one at home, Terry, yeah. but um <laughs> it seems a bit outlandish. But if that's the case, then uh, Cole Webster has himself two very serious uh, juveniles in Rain of Fire and Billy Ain't Silly. But, yeah, I'm with you. Rain of Fire should just be taking care of business again.
1: Uh, I'll- what price were you terry i didn't actually mark it i yeah. just it was just a race i didn't need to mark if if yeah. brad lobbed up something silly this morning i would have got involved he chucked yeah. up a dollar 75 or something i probably would have happily played i don't really like to play in the red but um dollar 55
0: at the moment that's overs i think yeah right yeah, i think i think that's overs okay yeah. so um if if you wanted to 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 play around rain of fire for a place I think Calaroo is a standout second selection mm-hmm. for mine. Stiff last start. Very stiff last start. Uh, uh, Chrissy Parnum jumps on board. Interesting. He's not C-Pain. riding um, La Farola. Jared Noski is running that for Michael Lane. But Chris Parnum jumps on Calaroo. I reckon it will get back and be running on with strength. $2 even, above even money a place. Could be could be a good go if you're looking to –
1: if you're looking to invest in the race without playing the faves. So yeah, I did a few place markets actually for some of the other races. Not this one, but um, that's something we'll discuss as we move on. But, yeah, this should be absolutely clearing out and winning and um, looking forward to seeing Billy Ain't Silly in coming weeks as well. Mm. Then again, I'm actually not really looking forward to seeing Billy Ain't Silly. Then again, we might get a price on debut because these races where you've got these $1, twenty, dollar dollars pops, and we've got three or four of them today. They just sort of rule the races out as good betting propositions yep. for me and it's not really my style, so I'm betting into a five or six race card. Yeah, I don't know. Not my not my thing. In saying that, if I'm marking this at dollar 30 and we're marking uh, showmanship which we'll discuss in two seconds. If we're mm-hmm. marking that $1.20 and we're getting a dollar forty-five, you love those two together. And Bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. We're getting a marketable <laughs> price to be extremely disheartened when we're the person that stops showmanship. But anyway, race three, Perth Racing at home, handicap, very mm. fitting sort of name for the last couple of months, isn't it? Yeah, there's been a lot of Perth Racing at Actually, home. Actually, Perth
0: Racing couple couple have months. been doing a good job bringing the um bringing that exclusive content. To home, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty Embry and Brittany Taylor. <laughs> yeah, they've done uh, very well. They've they actually yeah. I've been impressed with with some of the with a lot of the stuff that Perth Racing's racing related content that Perth Racing's been been putting together in the uh, COVID isolation period. So hats off to our uh, principal racing club there.
1: Yeah, kudos, kudos, yeah. credit where credit is due. Now, if only they could get the rail in the right spot. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom um showmanship, showmanship showmanship
1: showmanship so um this what price for me mm. uh dollar 30 I was oh, I've got it shorter mm. yeah managed managed to get a dollar 20 so the um yeah not, not – nice uh, not in the overly exciting betting proposition. How do we get him beaten? Actually, that's not even- We can't get him beaten. Yeah. No, we can't. I, I've got him from six. It'll be interesting because he obviously sat outside the leader last night. It'll be interesting to see if Pike tries to follow across Um, because the two speed horses are drawn directly underneath him.
0: They are? Outside of him. Sorry.
1: Mr. Genoa, Uh Majinika and military ruler. Okay, Um, yeah. Potentially, I think military ruler. It's The funny thing with military ruler is it's obviously a very a horse with massive soundness issues. I wonder whether they'll scratch because why, if you can only get one or two runs out of it in a year, is it really worth putting it up against showmanship at twenty? $1.20? Insane yeah. that he might have it ready to go this week and they don't want to risk it and wait another week. So difficult one. And it's unfortunate they've run into showmanship here. But um, look, I, yeah, I wouldn't surprise you. Pike tries to zip across with him. Could mean he gets caught deep. But... Doesn't really matter, I don't think. He yeah, I suspect sort of he's days, just going to be, be honest. So uh, he could ha- just go back to dead last Asian as Well, of a little bit of he's he's if he's not little bit of a little he's probably a
0: little bit of a he wanted to
1: resort man. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to
0: focus on yeah.
1: resort man as yeah. the only. There was a lot of discussion map. about yeah. that map, and he, he knew exactly that if resort man turned up and resort yeah. man was at his best, he yeah. probably wasn't going to. Um, on the numbers we saw, he wasn't going to. Um, he wasn't going to catch him. But yeah. resort man was on that That's uh difficult inside pad BJ when the ice rail was cold that, <laughs> yes, It was ice cold. Yes, it it was uh, it was sub arctic. I'll say. <laughs> so. Now look, should just be winning. Dollar um, twenty for me. Uh, I did a little place book. Interesting. Tell me more. Well, I've allowed for showmanship to take up 95% of the book. So a place book would go to 300% market. Yeah. Um, so I've allowed for a 205% book. I've done it to 170. Um, and I've basically got Mr. Genoa 210, Luke's Gold 270. A few people were saying they were disappointed. I thought it was a far better run than Fred Dagg, back to the 1,200, not suited. It's one that could be – Peaking a little bit this campaign, um, but it also it also might not be. It's drawn to probably land three pairs back the fence, even, even one closer potentially. Mm-hmm. Dark prospect three twenty. is going well. Four fifty. Fred a Bit disappointed. I've probably got a bit it a bit long mm-hmm. in my place market at four fifty, and then one short military rule are both not impossible, but nothing really stands out from a um a place. Point of view at this stage, but I'm going to monitor the exchange light, See if we can find something there potentially. But um, now let's just watch a good horse go around, BJ. And, yeah, um, give him Windburn.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be winks, like odds, showmanship. Peter's investments—they just they they just love just working through the gr- grades and just picking off the low hanging fruit and building confidence um, with their progressive young horses. This horse looks, yeah, he looks the real deal, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. I've speak about my affinity for Fred Dagg. I was really disappointed with him the other day. Uh, I was disappointed I really with the
1: first start run, uh, the, the fresh run. I know it went forward and whatnot. But that was a weak race, and yeah. I, I know even at the time I said, "Yeah, we'll forgive that. We'll do this." And that, I didn't think it was that was that crash order run yeah. either. So
0: if he's gonna if he's gonna improve, it'll be back to the fourteen hundred uh, in a smallish. Field. The only other horse I'd like to mention before we move on to race four is One Short, has been racing without – has just had no luck at all mm. in town recently. So if you're taking trifectas and first fours, just whack One Short in because he's finally drawn a gate, small field, and he's uh, drops down to the 54 minimum. He hasn't seen a rail in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. So um, he could he could slot into third and fourth, um, in the,
1: against this lineup for sure. I think if Mr. Genoa gets out the gates, it's it's a clear second you yeah. though. That's that's a bit of a standout uh, for me. I think we forgot how good we all thought Mr. Genoa was gonna be. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I think if Mr. Genoa jumps, lands in the right spot, that uh, sitting deep and running third to Massimo and Black Ducati is Definitely going to look like the right form for a um well a race after showmanship like this. So.
0: Might be a pick your pick your line or pick your margin set up with
1: showmanship. Yeah, yeah. if it's coming from last, he might be a little. He might just make yeah. sure he gets there. It can be a yeah, it's an, an interesting yeah. one in that sense. I think the. I don't. I haven't been able to access any of that pick-your-own-line yeah. business for quite some time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the type of stuff you want to get involved in in the wet because yeah. margins can be quite inflated because of the conditions. Interesting, so, interesting. Um, but it's also harder to find the winner in the wet as well. So a yeah. bit of a double-edged sword,
0: feature. Okay. It's
1: the feature of the day
0: race for the Waroa Belmont Guineas listed 1,600-metre event, $100,000 for some of our better three-year-olds. Unfortunately, KC has scared off. Quite a bit of uh, her opposition, only um, taking on only six other uh, rivals. Um, you can see you can see why. She's just the, the absolute outstanding superstar, Group 1 winning filly. Um, took care of business by winning the Tour Stakes first up, just overhauling Labour Rod in the last couple of bounds. She looks better suited at the mile, better suited second up, better suited at the weights. Gee whiz. Oh, I was trying, yeah, to just try. I was trying to, I was trying to make some Get sort her, of mate. case to, mm. for Labor Rod to, to knock her off. But it just, I just can't see how. Can you? Can you? Terry? No,
1: I'm exactly the same. I actually read your uh, your little blurb on um, uh, best bets about this race. And I think you summarized it absolutely perfectly and my thoughts were exactly the same. So I went into this thinking, right, can we get Laverod up here after I thought that, um, again, I, I, I unashamedly thought Laverod's last run considering how cold that inside pad was, was better than KC's and I'll, I will argue that till I am black and blue in the face and that's going to be a matter of opinion and people will disagree with me they'll all be wrong but some um, people will disagree <laughs> with me but um look weight swing extra fitness um, kc should only get better with distance small field ah uh, you just you can't you can't tip against kc unfortunately so but as i'm the same as you would have love to make a case for um, for labor odds um, but uh, i simply can't kc should brain them mm. bj the thing with the
0: rack and stakes last we- week week uh, two, two weeks ago, rather, um, was KC, Stevie Parnum didn't have to deviate from what KC does best, whereas I feel as though Rod had to, and Paddy Carby had to deviate from what Leva Rod does yep. best. And she was she, – even though the temper of the race might not suggest it, I feel as though she was more suited than KC – KC was more suited than Laverod was on the day. The thing is, is that it's almost an identical setup here, Terry. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like – uh, unless perhaps Carogeni Aurora goes forward, um, all I can see is that Captain King's going to lead and Labor Rod's going to be like left to like as target practice for KC. I again. do think
1: that Carrigeani uh, Aurora might breeze here okay. seven with Pike, and that gives um, that gives Carver. Then he has to time when he goes as he go pre bend, try and get a little skip on KC. They mm. they need a tactic to try and beat yeah. KC, not to just battle away into second. They yeah. obviously know they're probably going to run second, but. Um, yeah, I, I I struggle even no matter what they try and do. here I struggle to to get Live Rod on top. It's, yeah. it's got to be Casey.
0: Okay, so. okay, and the only other horse that I'd like to give a shout out to is a horse by the name of Canvased. She raced through a WA Derby preparation, uh, second in a 1,000 guineas, fourth in a Natasha, fourth in the Derby when she probably should have run second to be fair, came out and beat the older horses um, in a 2200 meter graduation at her last start. That was back on April 25. So she's having her first run in 56 days. The very best of canvas could could make things
1: interesting. Yeah, I couldn't make it interesting, but I could run third
0: yeah potentially she's um uh yeah she's a she's a pretty pretty smart smart filly um it's gonna go around at a a big price but uh, i reckon she's the a standout third pick for me in this race and she could be nipping at the heels of of laver and kc so see how she goes Mm. fresh
1: yeah, no, very interesting. I've got no real strong opinions after the top two, to be honest. I Two-year-old of the year, tin Snip, looks like it might be a beaten <laughs> commodity. Should have been a beaten commodity on the night as well when Big Deep was robbed of the award, but I uh, better not go into that. But no, it looks uh, uh, clear racing too, which doesn't take a genius to figure out, BJ.
0: It's interesting that, that we haven't had a Peters runner in either the Racontour or is, the yeah. um, mm-hmm. or the Belmont Guineas, this is this is a very a very unusual set of circumstances. It's a nice here.
1: change of pace, mm. isn't it? Maybe just giving a few of the others a, a chance to. Um, I think he almost ran first, second, and third in last year's
0: Belmont Guineas, Bob. So uh, leaving something for the rest of us to. Uh, some scraps. Some scraps.
1: All <laughs> right, let's move on. Race five, the Turf Club handicap uh, for the three-year-old, sixty-two plus. Now this is, Jay's. you would just about say, BJ. Would this be the race of the day?
0: Yeah, really, really good contest. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, we've um, got some good smart young horses going around at the moment
1: like we do we we certainly do for off
0: season or whatever we've definitely Mm. there's definitely got some real talent in our uh, three-year-old ranks for
1: sure yeah we certainly do and this is um this is definitely showcasing some of the major ones A few different points a few Mm. different form references rolling together here and um um firstly uh, a quick speed map bj i think this is i like speed maps which to me look obvious which you can really just map with a fair degree of confidence i think me a dog with lactar our mate lucky lactar rail ramoli Mm -hmm. going on top we'll go straight to the top a little bit circumspect i I think I think Jade might have got that a little bit wrong last start when she just sat outside of Zebel. The the Zebel, the tactics pre-race were announced by Luke that they were going to look to take a sit. So she should have they should have known that and really just said, let's get the rail. This is mm-hmm. our rail. The horse's best one out in front. But there was a there seemed to be a real strong desire to want to breeze rather than find that I, I know the rail was cold in the day. Maybe, maybe Jade um, in all fairness, maybe mm-hmm. Jade knew that. Um, I don't know if she did or not. Um, but in, in breezing, she handed the race to Boomtastic in a way. Too, she, did. And, yeah. she did, yeah. She so, uh, did. Mia Dolce leads this. We've then either got She's Enchanted, who can step a little sloppy, um, but I think from Barrier 7 they're going to be choiceless here. So I think Brett Pope will instruct Jade to go around and find the breeze. Yep. Um, but the other option would be Mood Swings, who's got a little bit of early kick uh, to come around and go back to the tactics which saw him when he's made and then yep. run a very brave second to Miss Frost. Um, was ridden cold over the 1200 last start and was brilliant behind Indian Indian Pacific and Windstorm but um, I do think that it will be She's Enchanted that probably finds the breeze Pike should land on the back of She's Enchanted with Bright Diamond and Boomtastic should land on the back of Mia Dolce um, for Chloe as a party, great pickup ride. That was my map too. So yeah, as I said, I, I think it'll be most people's maps, and it's a nice, simple-looking map. Look, we've got so many good horses here, and we could like the, the run of Windstorm was huge. The run of Boom last week was huge. Didn't beat anything, and everything was in its favour with those two clearing out. Pike just parking on them, um, but it ran a really good number. Um, I can now say that, seeing as I've signed up to a little data service, just uh, <laughs> just just out of interest. <laughs> I'm not using it. Not using it. Your data mail was no, I'm Jerry. definitely not a data man. No, definitely not a data man. Um, <laughs> You've changed. No, You've changed. I'm going to get um, <laughs> but it, it, it threw, threw up a very good number, which I found quite quite interesting because yeah. I don't think that was the strongest race to be a part of. Um, and obviously Levina, who, who came out of that same race and had to go up the potentially a little bit colder rail. Mm-hmm. But Bright Diamond is a serious racehorse. Yeah. Um, I don't care what the numbers say, I don't care what anything says. Uh, debut Win when Breezing. Mm-hmm. Never got cover on Debut when two's into $1.50. So there's obviously a fair... Spruik. There's some words. Definitely. Yeah. There's some words around this is a pretty nice old top. Um, last start came from last. In a race that was probably set up to do so, but nothing else made grand throughout the entirety of the day. And Pike never really got all that serious. Um, gave, it a wake, gave, uh, gave her a little wake up late when she maybe switched off over the last 50 metres or so. But I think Puckapun will rewrite the stars. We'll make that form look pretty good in coming weeks yeah. as well. Look, it's just a rarity. No matter what else is in this race, it's just a rarity that we get a really up-and-coming Pike three-year-old from the good gate with a big spruik on it. With the perfect map. The back of she's enchanted, even if it is the back of mood swings. It's a great map either way. Minimum weight. I mean, minimum weight. I mean these we've just seen over the journey, these just win. Um, we were talking to Crip earlier, and, and Crip said he had it close to the three dollar mark. I think this one I've got it at a dollar eighty. Mm-hmm. So this one, I, this is where we vary a lot, and it's probably because I do get sucked into that vortex. But it's a profitable vortex for me, and it has been for a very long time. So look, I've marked this at dollar eighty, and I know that's thin, and that it's with the other horses in this race. I suspect it's always going to be significantly longer. Um, but really happy getting involved. Um, took some of the the two ninety this morning. There's still two thirty, two forty type stuff around. Um, I think. This is just just a, it's a good bet. I'm really happy getting involved, even though it's a, a favourite and it's, it's not overly exciting. There's no prizes for tipping a, a well-drawn Cerecen white runner from the brigade that um, just wins for mine, BJ.
0: So, Terry, you've outlined there's quite a bit of talent around Bright Diamond in this race. So, at the moment, we're looking at about even money to about 230, I think, on the markets at the moment. So... Do you think Bright Diamond will hold firm around there or can you see a way that money can sort of come for horses like Lavina, She's Enchanted, Boomtastic, Mood Swings perhaps and that might create some outward pressure on the Bright Diamond price? A bit early, a bit late? What are are your
1: thoughts? It's it's quite interesting, um, this conversation, especially about this race. So I'll go back to Bright Diamond's debut Mm. um, and I thought that at the time that maiden um, was – well, it turns out it was super hot. Yeah, had She's Enchanted, who we didn't know was going to be as good as, as she's turned out. We had She's Enchanted, who trialled amazingly. We had Venetian Jewel. I know Venetian Jewel hasn't gone well since, um, but Venetian Jewel's trials before that were – Amazing, and, and each one runner, as a two year old was huge. Um, I can't remember the other runners behind the it horse. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. The one that went from Fernie to Warwick. Uh, big man in the sky. Big man in the then sky, there was hindsight yeah. bias who tried well. Um, there was a stack. Long mm. story short, it was just one of the hottest maidens, and I think it's going to be a big form reference going forward for a long time. Mm. Um, but it was $2.20 to $1.50. Um, it was $2.20 to $1.50 in a race with that much depth on debut. Mm. So, I suggest that there's a fairly big opinion about it. And something I think when we do our markets that we, I found that I often do is I feel I've got to fit all these horses in and respect them properly. But sometimes you've got one horse that's just better Mm. than the other ones. And we're going to talk about this when we get to Western Pride a bit later as well. Because you've got, that's a 16 horse field. And again, we'll discuss that when we get to it.
0: But, and something has to have
1: a price, doesn't it? Yeah, really? something has to have a price. Mm. I mean, some of these are going to be over 20 to 1 on Betfair. When mm. it comes, I mean, there's a chance mood swings will be 20 to 1 on Betfair. There's yeah. a chance. She's enchanted for me. I can't map a win. I mm. can't see it breezing and holding it out. Yeah. Like I can't see it holding out mood swings potentially if it breezes and does that. So, so if you're a dollar, eighty-five,
0: have you got any other horse in single figures at the all? The thing or? is
1: you've got to look at the current market. Me, adult yeah. 18 to 1. Um, you're talking put a spell on you, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, Native Chimes, 50. That's irrelevant. Holy Ghost, 26. I've got all of those sort of. Plus, $100 plus. Yeah, not even – they're not even – basically measuring in the book. Um, my my book um, after that was uh, Boomtastic. I actually had a second favourite. Looking – now with the ratings done, the main reason I got this as well was timing when to bet. Boomtastic, as I said, came up a really big number, um, and usually money is drawn to those big numbers. So there is the chance that Boomtastic um, is supported. Um, but in, in saying that, there this is a race that has has a lot of promise about it. Mm. So look, I don't know whether we hop into the two there, and I reckon it will trade about that. Long yeah. story short, so yeah. I could have just summarised that all a lot easier. I? <laughs> but uh, look, I've got Lavina at, at twenty to one. She's enchanted. Uh, she's enchanted twelve to one. So prices that I'm sure some people would love to hop into. Mm. Um, sure. That's why I don't lie. Mm. Cool. Mm. Well, yeah, I uh, I've
0: been. Been a wrap on Bright Diamond for a while. Been tracking her through her early trials, first up, second up. It just looks like a really stylish Cerise and White filly. Ticks all the boxes, as Terry has said. Stands out as the horse to beat. Um, There's a bit of 245 action, a bit of 270 just come up on one of the agencies. So so there's a bit happening as we speak, (laughs) as we record, listeners, but – but yeah, for Clearly me, he's
1: just throwing the microphone away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but for me, yeah, it should be bright diamond. I actually think the second pick is mood swings. I thought his he led and was just collared late by Miss Frost. Second second start in a race went from a three odd maiden to a graduation handicap. That was a that was a really good effort. But what was an even better effort was his third placing behind Indian Pacific and Windstorm last start. We, we gushed over the the run of windstorm that day and i don't think mood swings was that inferior to his performance um um george dupre's got himself a really really nice three-year-old here mood swings he's my second pick. I think it's going to be Bright Diamond to beat Mood Swings and the rest can can fight amongst themselves for third.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you big time Mood Swings. I've got it in Boomtastic but the reason I probably went with, well the reason I did go with Mood Swings over Boomtastic for second is um, Boomtastic on the back of Mia Dolce. If, if Mia Dolce starts stopping it could, be, uh, it could be a sticky little spot. In saying that, if the rail opens up and Chloe gets through and doesn't have to go around a horse, um, yeah, Boomtastic will be very hard to hold out for seconds. But very um, keen, Bright Diamond, BJ. And I think because of these other horses, we're going to see that 230 throughout, us, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a a, um, a backable price. A betting proposition, A perhaps? betting, yes. It does make it a betting. Whether it's the best betting proposition <laughs> is a, another question, but it is definitely a betting a proposition. Betting. Yes,
0: a a- betting proposition. All right, it's the... First leg of the late Quaddy. And we all know that the guru loves a Quaddy punters. I so I haven't got a Quaddy yeah. since about
1: two thousand and three. <laughs> it feels like it's been about feels like it's been a long time. Actually, uh it's funny I analyzed my statistics on Quaddies over the journey because it is we do quaddies for a bit of fun, but yeah. I also like to sort of leave out the ones under my prices, keep the ones in over them. That's the idea. That's how we get the value from it. There is there's a method in the madness, BJ, but mm-hmm. um we actually have a profit on quaddies over the last um, six years of about 22% which wow. I found quite incredible so all the hard luck stories we've had over the journey so a lot of that was helped there was a quaddy back in the day with uh, excellent Jerry in the last leg in power yeah about 80 to 1 and it already backed it as well and uh, yeah, a few of the lads had got involved so uh, gee, sometimes you need to relive the glory days don't Vin- you, to get into a tough uh, time vintage guru oh that was, uh, that was one of the more enjoyable <laughs> ones uh, yeah anyway let's uh, let's yeah. move on and see if we can jag a, another quadium. most of us a lot of a lot of people here. If you can get the winner of the first, which I think it'll be a as we've said, a two horse race, a lot of people will be alive at race six, I reckon, looking for the cards still here. Mm. And this is your biggest challenge to date. Yeah. Which yeah. uh which which way are you looking? And how forgiving are you? It's really interesting, the top three, Sir Mambo, Son of a God, Pearls and Prawns. <laughs> You're going to need some forgiveness with all three of them, or you're going to need with pearls and prawns a bit of a, a bit of a long memory. It's um, faith, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, as as George Michael would say, mm-hmm. you've got to have faith. <laughs> Which way are you looking? I'm
0: sticking with son of a god. Mm-hmm. I pike off. Pike pike off. Um, I don't. I don't think it loses. Like this might I don't think this ho- this horse and this setup loses a heap with the run that Chloe as a party should be able to get aboard. Son of a God and inform Chloe as a party riding for her boss, Simon A. Miller. Um, he just – you picked it actually I think the other day when we were talking about that Son of a God um, where the 1,000 metres um, just just kind of – just it, it just – the setup just seemed to be off um even though it was a dollar 90 and it was sort of three deep sort of bustling struggling to hold it, but never really looked comfortable son of a god with pike on first up
1: and I still thought uh, it was a poor run what did mm. you think I still thought it was a pretty thin run I don't know if it was the greatest horse race um in the world so I still I mean if you read the stewards report they, they mentioned um they mentioned that he was playing up behind the gates mm. did a bit wrong but he do- he's done that a few times he's been a little bit unruly bit of a hothead he's a bit god. of a hot head son mm. of a god well like god gary ablett senior was a bit mm. of a hothead wasn't he um, <laughs> off, off the field <laughs> gary ablett jr is not so much of a hothead he's a bald head but not a hothead um uh, yeah so the, it's interesting um it's interesting how much forgiveness mm, he's I,
0: gonna I'm, I'm gonna go again son of a god i reckon he's, he's got he's got a lot of class about him i sometimes fall in the track of, of trap of overweighting one run rather than looking at the collective yeah. and the, the, uh, the whole CV. So I think from four, uh, 1200 meters more suitable. Simon A. Miller would have screwed him down, done a few things differently leading up into this race to, to iron out if there was some issues perhaps last start. I just think this is a better setup for him. Gets a kilo and a half for Chloe. Gun run in transit, 1-1, one, one, uh, more than likely.
1: Um, breeze, 1-1. One, one. I reckon the instructions will be delayed. I don't know if he can – on his day, once or twice, he's gone and pinged the lids yep. and uh, the majority – well, the other few times, he's uh, been a little bit sloppy mm. out of the machines.
0: That's true, yeah. So.
1: I was thinking Choice Command
0: and the other forgiveness that you speak about is with Sir Mambo. I think, with Christy Banner claiming three that they'll
1: attack from the draw. Yeah, it was quite but, funny. So, Sir Mambo, you would have thought on the surface it was the right ride, three-wide cover, blah, blah, The horse, you, if you watch the horse closely, it was never super happy being yeah. restrained. I think it's a happier horse – being allowed, and I think from the gate, it's going to be three deep, no cover. I think where you've got to, if you're going to back Sir Mambo, you can't be upset if, if that's what ends up occurring. You probably I don't going to acknowledge it. it.
0: I don't, as you said, I don't think it
1: minds it. Well, last campaign at one, doing uh, with that exact tactics with mm. Jay McNaughton, and, and it ran second or third to showmanship? Second, yeah. Second to showmanship. Rewrite the stars was third. It yeah. ran second to showmanship two starts ago when it sat deep on that hot tempo and kept coming. It was just, it was just massive. So, um, yeah, I think we can forgive that run of of Sir Mambo, and I like the um a lot of Martin Allen horses. It's funny, isn't it? Like Night Voyage is another. They just they go better with the apprentices on, mm-hmm. and, and ridden a little bit um sometimes a little bit uglier. So yeah, it's, it's, which is it's why which is why Jade rides a lot of
0: winners for yep. um Martin because she does her best work um when she sort of rides them a bit dirty, I suppose. You know what I mean? Rather than pretty pearls and prawns. What are we making of it? Pearls and prawns coming off a five hundred and sixty day break. Its trial was good, wasn't under a huge amount of pressure by the Wizards, a race day pressure, how will she go? different setup
1: she's a very a, very talented horse though we saw a luthwaite and pike well back to run i think moderator was 35 to 1 with some agencies mm. for a while there yesterday so we gotta we gotta respect the first up luthwaite I reckon and the Luthwait
0: pike combination mm. has been quite successful over, yeah. over the journey and obviously they uh, will be teaming up with the favorite in western rhythm and uh on saturday as well so um but yeah i'm i'm looking to oppose her yeah, yeah. I've got
1: yep. a seven dollars seventy yep. in my market, so the
0: three eighties definitely a lay. And the one for, for me. me, a little bit outside of the square, mm-hmm. a touch is one of your old faithfuls, Skin and Tins.
1: Ah, uh, ST.
0: Not the twelve hundred, probably not her go. But geez, her last two runs have been monstrous. Yeah, absolutely monstrous. They so certainly have been.
1: Um,
0: in form, tough as nails. If she gets any, deserves old boots. De- deserves a change. Uh, of fortune, she can she can run a big race. I uh,
1: I agree. Yep. He is flying, but the twelve hundred not yep. not the go. Um, oh, I'm not t- too excited about this race. Want to take on pearls and prawns? I'm going to take on son of a god at two ninety. Okay. That's about the right price. Um, I'm not. When I say taking it on, I'm just not going to be on at that price. Uh, I'll monitor Sir Mambo late. I've marked it. I've marked it about the current quote five fifty six to one. If we can get that out to closer to ten to one from the awkward alley with the big weight, potentially with some strong money, son of a god. I'd have something on. But the one that's come up a bit for me, um, and I believe the intentions will be to follow the first up um, methodology last campaign where they kicked through and led, held out 20 Pete and won really well. Um, the campaign culminated in a, in a fourth behind Flower of War. Serenity Bay was in that race. Um, a really nice form reference is Machino Miss mm. from Barrier One. Um, I think if Bo – I think Bo's been booked – Bo Banovich has been booked uh, to try and kick (laughs) through um, and lead from barrier one. We were discussing last week if Bo had ridden a winner, Cramden. She was on Cramden, wasn't she? Yes. A few weeks ago. It just came (laughs) in when I was doing the form for this last night. And I think they were looking to utilise very similar tactics to that, try and get to the front. Rail back at the true question marks on Son of a God, Pearls and Prawns about their... Last up, son of God, and yeah. gap between runs, pearls, and prawns. And Sir Mambo's gonna be out in no man's land. The rest of them are difficult to have. Wanna yeah. be good's out of chances, and the rest of them down are just very for me, extremely difficult, impossible to have. So some concerns of Machino Miss is being able to kick and get to the front, but there's not much pressure. This is a race without this is a sprint without speed, and we don't see that very often. So look, for me, Machino Miss at that ten, eleven dollar mark each way is where I'm um, I'm looking for a little speck, and we'll definitely go in my quadrilla. BJ.
0: Yeah, yeah, good thinking there. Yeah, did did boot through, held out. Tawny Pete Twenty Pete at yep. Pinjaro with Pike on that day. I'm pretty sure. Twenty Pete and yep. um it was Christy, it Miss, Christian Miss. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just had packed too many guns for the big fella that particular day. So, yep. yeah. That's pretty good mail there from the Guru. I, I didn't have Machino misleading, but now that you've, you've laid out your plans for me, I can see exactly what you're thinking. Also,
1: begin quite well for Bo, actually. Yep. So, um, yeah, she's going to have to get her to the top. That's, that's me riding on. She's going to be bold. bold yeah. yeah, we want to see it step If bit. Steps and leads. I'd take five to one. In the, the problem is, I think we're two or three to one to step and leads. So yeah. that's why ten to one's probably about bang on. I think I'd marked it at six to one. So.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm sticking with Son of a God practicing some forgiveness on this week's edition of The 1-1. One One. Terry uh, likes Machino Miss. We had a discussion about forgiveness during the week, didn't we, about <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: forgiving horses and whatnot. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like forgiveness. All right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Race seven, BJ. mum, um, mum champagne, handicap. The mum champagne. We had some mum champagne a, a few weeks ago. My uh, housemate got a, started a business, a little marketing company. Anyone's looking for any um, any <laughs> bit of uh, a little bit of uh, marketing for your business. Give us a hoi and we can point you in the, uh, the right direction. But we had a little bit of GH Mum to celebrate that. Um, How'd it go down? Not bad, actually. Mm-hmm. Didn't mind it. Yeah. I usually like the, the $12. I can't tell the difference between a $100 <laughs> bottle, to be honest. Oh, it's, a waste of, it's a waste of time with me. But um, yeah, no, nah, it went down all right. Okay. The GH Mum handicap, champagne, handicap over the 1,600 metres, so the 78 pluses. Well,
0: this is the other sticking point when we're talking about uh, tipping the card, isn't it?
1: This is 100%, yeah. 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 Well, this, this is the – wow. Well, actually, they're equal. They're on par, I suggest, Yeah, yeah this is um, – six and, six and seven. Yeah, yeah. Six and seven is, uh, is, definitely where is you're that get that? Sixes your, and sevens yeah, so I was going like. <laughs> to come up with something there. It just wasn't coming to me. Um, this will separate the boys from the men, I yeah. suggest. And, um, look, I I love him. I love Lucky Lactar. Raul Ramoli. I do love Raul Ramoli, but um, I tell you what – what are we talking $3.50 favorite and we're talking this is a really good horse don't don't get me wrong this is a great horse but we're talking bar plates on or 53 days from barrier 11 with the um with the the claiming apprentice on i mean Christ, BJ. What
0: about what about if there's a tweet that comes through on Saturday morning where it's like, oh, by the way, the
1: bar part, I bar players
0: are absolutely off. Would that, would that change your your? It would presence? upset
1: me, yeah. and obviously, it takes a fair bit to upset me. You yeah. know what I, mean? I don't, uh, I don't get disgruntled all that easily. Um, but that wouldn't change the fact that I've got it. You've got to take this on. He can win, and good on it. He can win without me. I'll, I'll, I'll cop that. But um, look, it's, it's probably going to have to do it ugly. If he does ride a dead cold, um, we were discussing. does a very patient jockey. Sometimes a bit too patient. Mm. Might not be its strength, but it would be. All I'll say is, if Barry gets this up, well done. My uh, my hat will be tipped to to Barry because uh, it'll be one of the the better training performances. But um, yeah, I've marked King Blitz about triple the current price. I just simply have to take it on. BJ, how about you? That's why right, you're the guru, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going
0: with King Blitz. Are uh, you? And I acknowledge everything that you say. But <laughs> here's my case. I think that every other horse in this race is on its mark mm-hmm. i think that king blitz is the only up-and-comer and the only horse that can push beyond this this grade for me obviously wrinkley f- flirts with that higher grade and, and competes really well but that's the sort of horse he is but um baron Unum knows this horse inside and out would every time
1: to- would you say he knows what like, the back of his hand he does mm. like um
0: he wouldn't be start he-, he won't be starting this horse if he doesn't think it can win um Peter Edwards uh, gets this horse to win. My man Lucky, Lucky Lacta, he can do the same. King Blitz is a horse that, that enjoys being you know, being out wide, being given space, being rid- ridden unconventionally and lucked out,
1: lucked out as your man for the job. So I, I, have, to hold, I have to pull you up here. Yeah. He enjoys being ridden unconventionally. It's yeah. because they haven't, haven't seen it ridden conventionally. Imagine how far he wins by if they ride it conventionally. Yeah. Basically what you're saying is he's capable of winning being ridden unconventionally. Yeah. Things can go very wrong for King Blitz. It's actually amazing that he gets into a race like this with 53, isn't
0: it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he does, and, that, and that, he's he's one of the he knocked off Tollman over a mile, you know, uh, in controversial circumstances. Peter <laughs> nearly, knock <laughs> nearly
1: knocked Mitch off, nearly knocked Mitch off Tollman as well while she was at Um it. That was with sixty two though. Then then that that diggers cut win was awesome,
0: awesome. It just like it just it was such a powerful performance knocking off. Uh, Utgard, well, Rolling, Utgard Loki, who who came out and made the form look pretty good. Subsequently, look, don't get me wrong, has a lot against it. Gays, inexperienced rider. uh, That's a positive, isn't it? 56 56 days between runs. Bar the dreaded bar plates, Mm. Uh, but for me, I just can't come at any of the others. I think they're all past their past their best, and this horse is on the up. So if Barry Newnham has uh, King Blitz, uh, On Song. I reckon he'll just find a way to win because he's that good.
1: Well, while we're disagreeing on what we're going to select here, mm-hmm. everything you just said is spot on. All these horses are, um, have found their limit. The reason I'm taking King Blitz on, apart from the reason we've said it, mm-hmm. it's, it, takes, it takes a really good training performance to get a horse to win fresh at, at a mile. Yeah. Like, and Barry doesn't have too many other horses. Yes, he does know this horse mm-hmm. inside out. But... Um, just so much can go wrong, even if he doesn't have, if, even if he does have the horse right. So, look, I'm I have to take it on. I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be who I am if I uh, if I was hopping into this one. If I do lose, though, I do hope it beats me. I really would love to see Lucky ride a uh, a uh, a Saturday win. I don't think he's I don't think he's snared one yet. I'm pretty confident on that. So, mm. um, but uh, look, Bj, this is a race where I think there's there's potential. Um, I think think opinions will be very, very varied Mm. um, where they come in here. But I'm really keen. I'm going to follow. I said last start. I think I was a a run early and and I was with Double Digit. This really, if the horse is going well, and I believe, I believe, I believe uh, (laughs) I can fly, uh, I believe the Double Digit is going well. Um, he's dropped six ratings points, four ratings points this campaign. Um, gets him in 54.5, barrier six, should be three pairs back, probably finds the back of a horse like either Rock on Tommy or Son of Bacchus from the gate. Go back to his previous victories, and this is the exact setup. Mm. Low weight, um, not a real deep 78 or a 72-plus. He's now a, a three-time 72 or 78-plus winner. So this is, they aren't fluke victories. Um, McGrady has ridden him twice for a, a game fifth when he, uh, raced without cover and he's a horse that needs cover. And the other time was a victory. Um, and as I said, the map looks absolutely bang on. No issue with the last run. Um, just, Flopped out the gates on a day where they weren't making much ground. Never got into the race. There's nothing in this stewards report. If you go mm. back through it, she got chopped out twice in the straight. Mm, I was only going to finish did. another length or two closer, but I don't think I, I got that wrong. Probably there was money. It was fifties to twenties or something. You yeah, that one? Oh, well, some of that was definitely <laughs> money, Yeah, um, but I, I just think, I just think that the timing is perfect fourth up for for double digit here and we're going to see 15 to 20 to one like that's an easy easy each wasted uh bet for me i have some queries if it's going as well but i went back through double digits runs before um its uh previous victory or or victory two starts back and it was when i was quite bullish on it i wanted to say okay why was i so bullish on it this time what did i see Mm. and there were runs over 1800 and 2100 where they weren't all that impressive, yeah, but it um, yeah, I mean. just went back to dead last yeah. and sort of plodded away into it. But it's a very specific horse. It's a one or two back getting a nice card into it and it can tough it out for a nice 300 meter sprint. And um, it's hard it, to get past late. Isn't there a missing ingredient though? No. You sure? Potentially, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jay McNaught? Yeah, Jade didn't ride it for the Maylee, first two victories. Mailey, McNaught. Mailey is still there. Okay, man, me and Ash haven't teamed up for a winner probably. Double digit. Mailey, McNaught, double digit and the guru. Like it's just it's just a perfect mixture. Yeah, it is. It is. And a non-claiming McNaught. I would have loved mm-hmm. to support that. I would have been um, just as happy if if Jade was on it uh, compared to Sean. There, mm-hmm. there, there isn't any bias from me in that situation. Um, but look, we're missing we're missing one ingredient. <laughs> but, um, look, this just, it all lines Price? up. Uh, I marked double-digit favorite. Um, That's not – in my notes, I (laughs) I knew my market was upside down. I have marked it a $6 favorite, so it's pretty open the field. I've I've marked Gangbuster second favorite. So my my market's very – I knew it. I actually wrote, your market's not going to look like the actual market here, Terry. I didn't write my own name in my own notes because that would have been (laughs) (laughs) self-indulgent and disturbing, yeah. Um, But look, outside of that, very quickly on the map, Wrinkley leads. If Wrinkley shifts off – And we've got a safe fair scenario and probably ends up outside of it. That means horses like Gangbuster, Touch of Silver, who are drawn two and three and are going to be a couple back the fence are going to get those nice little gaps to come up the rail like horses do when they're behind Wrinkly Rock on Tommy's going really well, lands one-one. Gangbuster's last couple of ads in Calgary were huge. The reason I'm just a little bit colder on Gangbuster is the 20 ratings points it got for winning the Boulder Cup. It's coming to town in a 78 plus rather it's than a, bit a 66 of rating, It is an artificial rating. It is an artificial rating, and those points should get knocked off. In saying that, Peter Fernie's a genius. Brings these to town, and they just keep surprising. I actually really didn't mind Badger Courage uh, mm. a couple of weeks ago. I didn't really say a huge amount. I only around second, but it was 50 to one. And could, this is a, this is a very similar setup where Badger Courage was carrying the 62 kegs in Kalgoorlie, not winning, but running nice races. Comes to town with a. A better wait a nice gate. Mitchell gets to go on board. Like, I just think he can run a race. So, mm. um, Push and Shapes was huge seven days ago in the Hyperion. Um, it's this is a, a cracking race. Mrs. Brown's boy, we both agree this if it drew a gate, it, it's the one. But from Barrier 12, I just can't map a win because we've Poo- got fair scenario. Um, breezing, so that means I don't know. I just can't map
0: pushing Shapes. There. I had as an early front runner for my Maddie, but it seems as though it, um, it hasn't quite got to that stage. Yeah, it may do on race day. Yeah, I think
1: this market will be crazy on Betfair. Yeah. I think this will be crazy top stuff on Betfair.
0: Yeah. Um okay. So yeah, I I was uh I think I was settled I was three fifty King Blitz. Um which is probably did you have bit, double digit four bucks or something bit, did you no I did not. Mm, okay. I was uh I wasn't close to your price what, what, you what did you
1: have double did you have double
0: sixteen dollars. Okay. I yeah. some of that. Um it'll
1: probably it'll probably trade higher, in all fairness. Uh,
0: and I think I think this is a good good race for Wrinkley to to um, lead and and box on, uh, as he always does. And he's he's going to look the winner for for um, at some stage of the straight. He um he just doesn't know how to how to put in a bad one, Wrinkley. And outside of that, I'm, I'm, there's there's quite a few horses outside. Of King Blitz and Wrinkley that can bob up without surprising, but for me, I just thought that that weight for age performance from pushing Shapes last Saturday was significant. Coming back to a handicap, Chloe party's claim, he just looked looked like he just looked like himself again last Saturday. This looks like a good option for him. I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, run a big race at a, at a price. But for me, Barry Lucky King Blitz, get on.
1: All right, double digit for me, BJ, and it's uh, from what I can see, it's getting, uh, it's just open somewhere at that twenty dollar, that famous. $20 quote, so uh, I think I know it'll be coming in. Madness. Yes, there is a little bit of madness about that. It's not often you price something favourite and you can knock it out as your, uh, as your madness, that but uh, in all fantasy, it shouldn't be, be favourite. It shouldn't be favourite. I've just, I think it was one of those ones I just wanted to ensure I was on basically, <laughs> so. Anyway, we move on to race eight, BJ, and you can analyse his race to your black and blue in the face. You can say, Tradenzi are awesome. We'll mm. say that uh, Gates of Babylon's flying at the moment. We'll say that Führer, big win in the northern What's that one called? The WA Cup, the WA Day Cup, yep. WA Day Cup magazine found some form. Uh, Bow Count ran a quicker last two than Windstorm. Pro um, yeah. Consent, gold the winner. <laughs> a, yeah, Golden Eagle winner. <laughs> Paris and George up to a yeah gold Eagle winner. Paris and George up to up to a mile, which I've been asking for, but I don't think Sean O'Donnell is the jockey. We well, need a strong, aggressive jockey. I think Sean's a little bit. I don't know. I've just noticed him not not as passionate um, on the horses at the minute. That might be. Uh, that might be. Winter. Incorrect. Might uh, be winter. It could be winter, maybe. Yeah, it's a bit cold. That um, <laughs> could be an incorrect uh, assumption, but that's just uh, what I've noticed. <laughs> but there is—I don't—I don't care how many are in this. I don't—I don't care. Blah um, blah 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 blah. Western Pride is just way better than these. Like Western Pride is just—that was such a soft, soft, soft win. I was—I I, had—I was very bullish. I had a reasonable crack, but I saved here and there. I just felt silly afterwards mm. so I, I'd marked it so short, and I probably didn't get into it with the passion I needed to. And I hope I'm not over-allowing for that here because I reckon there'll be a fair degree of passion mm-hmm. into this one but um, is, again this isn't exciting I'm not reinventing the wheel here but Western Pride is just better than these there's a stack of speed in this race um, it's still as you said Bob just puts them through the grades second up blues they don't seem to apply they only get better second up for the Cerise and White they just simply don't seem to apply for the Cerise and White runners it's not something I, I factor in with their, with their runners it's going to occur occasionally we'll cop the loss fair enough that's going to happen that's racing Look, this should land forward of midfield. There is a stack of speed. I mean, Gates of Babylon will probably get taken on by. How do by, they? How do they do it though? In what sense? Most horses come back at peg second up, don't they? Like,
0: like some do. Ge- generally, some can generally, go, yeah. generally yeah. speaking. But the, but from a stable and from a particular brand, like this reason why just, it's the, an it, upward trajectory. It's, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's it's quite. It's it, almost like it's, their first up runs. Their first up runs are trials, but yeah. their horses are that that good yeah. that the trials that they get the job done. Yeah. Um, See, I'm, I don't really need to, to say a great deal more to be honest, but this is simply just better than them. And I've marked, even though this is a capacity 16-horse field, with some really strong form lines, uh, even no apology, who I didn't mention earlier. Yeah. Uh, up to the mile has to be a question mark. Wasn't Other people thought the last run was probably slightly better than I did, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it has to be a question mark up to the mile. Um, but I've marked Western Pride sub-even money in a capacity field, BJ. That's how um, I think only bad luck um only bad luck, uh sees her beaten here uh so the 250 260 around the traps is um easily my best of the day uh, not exciting but it's um yeah it's comfortably my best of the day BJ
0: yeah we're in we're in sync here mate mm. yeah western pride um returning from a long layoff and she just glided across the Belmont turf to a to a pretty soft first up win uh really big late drift that day too which was interesting um, first
1: up for a year there was actually from memory one of Western Pride's first wins a year ago there was a big drift as well so yeah. I don't this isn't necessarily a um, uh, it's not Really, the only time it's occurred. Some horses just naturally. You, you often speak about Masmo, who we'll talk about in the yeah. shortly. Is yeah. often a big drifter on um on the exchange. So something in the profile. Of that. Yeah, yeah, something. And it's it's funny. You go on the other end of the spectrum. So I own a very small share in a horse called Escalating, and and we've never been tipped. We've actually been tipped the opposite. Basically, said this is um not the quickest horse in the world. You know, it's a it's a battler, and it gets back like it's uh like it's a good thing every mm. star and it's definitely not our money so yeah. um there's just something in its profile it could be yeah. the purchase price of that one potentially potentially yeah. so that was money poorly spent but <laughs> what did you like sorry major <laughs> no no I, I, i'm i'm with you mate
0: western pride this thing just wins um i reckon the the 250 and those that that's a just about a pump price for me western pride
1: that's a what sorry punt price oh i thought you said pump <laughs> punt price that's good yeah i was, and I you're right, was like you be. can
0: you can make cases for xyz but if you're talking about the class runner of the race and from 6 uh, which may change obviously on race day it might come in to 4 or 5 from 6 it's just going to land in the spot like mm-hmm. you, you could make you could try and get a beat if it drew 12 13 14 15 if you wanted to but it's it's just going to be it's going to be there yep. and um it's a very it a soft very. Win. It's it a very a soft smart man. Uh, pretty boring stuff from the boys here at the one one, but um, yeah. Short sure price
1: winner is better than a long price loser, BJ, yeah, as yeah. A, uh, a famous man once told me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just um, looks the bleeding obvious to mm-hmm. me, so she should just win. I'm
1: with you. All right, let's head to the last. The last? Also, also known as uh, also known as the Byron Bay. Oh no, hang on, sorry. The uh, get out stakes. B-J, and that's S-T-E-A-K-S. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> <laughs> I did get there. I always have to pause when I get to the A for something. Oh, I can't I wait I'm
0: for the day. It's all been too I much for We can't me. wait for the day where either I've of been us spell it wrong.
1: Chrissy Nelson has pinged me a couple of times for um, spelling it incorrectly, and he might be right. I'm, mm, by, we'll thir- to, by Thursday morning, I've done that much form. The we'll, have to, jungle, we'll have to so.
0: check the Hawkeye, I reckon.
1: Yeah, the, you know out. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, get a out. Explain to the listeners, B-J.
0: Will do. Get Out Steaks, uh, sponsored by our friends at Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Very, very simple Twitter-based competition. So if you'd like to uh, throw your hat in the ring for a gourmet, delicious beef package. Delicious. <laughs> beef package from Market City Meats, simply send us a tweet at the one one pod, who you think will win race nine, at Belmont on Saturday, provide a decimal winning margin, two decimal points preferred. Um, Send that through to us before start time on Saturday and uh, you'll be in the running for some of that uh, succulent steak, Terry.
1: Delicious. Yes, uh, always the prize. the prize everybody wants to win in racing. We want to get the quadi occasionally. We want to uh, We want to own a carrot-cattle winner, but uh, <laughs> but I didn't mean that That was <laughs> unnecessary, wasn't it? But uh, the Get Out stakes, the number one prize in WA racing at the moment, pretty much um Sean Nichols agreed is Sean
0: Nichols has almost become the Bob Peters of the Get Out Steaks. Yeah, stakes, isn't isn't it?
1: he? yeah. Uh, he, it's funny, actually. The last few times I've seen him, he's worn the old pink shirt and the white shorts, and it doesn't make sense yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's bad colours to wear when you're eating your steak as well because it can... Um, can be a bit oh, yeah. sloppy if you ever get yeah. too much barbecue sauce. I like a good smoky barbecue sauce on your steak. Um, BJ, I am I, I feel like this is probably as unexciting, as apart from double digital I'm pretty keen on at around that $20 mark, this is as unexciting a card as I've ever tipped, but um, it's, it's it's all we can do is, is go with uh, with what we have in front of us. I really like hopping to a, into a horse who I've thought has been huge and I've wanted to get involved, but it's never been the right race for me. And this, for me, is finally the right race to, to get involved with Massimo. Um I know it's one of your uh, one of your favourites, and mm-hmm. you've uh, you've had a tough and torrid campaign. They, they haven't been bad losses; they've been honourable losses. Um, he's just been a sitting duck a few times, hasn't he? For Luke's gold, for Black Jew Caddy, for um, I actually didn't chase down double bubble yeah. first up on a wet track, but um, yeah, he's just been a little bit of a sitting duck. Look, for me, this is the race. This is over twelve hundred. It'd be. Well, um, we've been
0: talking about how we'd love to see him with. Ridden with some other, with some cover at least. and are going to be choiceless here. You think?
1: I would suggest so. I think they'll be happy to let We've Got Dreams um, pop across mm. um, and take up the running. Transgressor can be a quick horse early. Fresh. Don't know how quick uh, Transgressor will go fresh, but they're the two. Crammed it up, crammed a boot across, will not it? Potentially yeah. missing a few kicks. From okay. 15, they miss a kick, could just be out in no man's land, not part of the race. Dia De Della Rata. beat the devil, potential to speed, but I don't think they've got the toe to go with. We've got dreams, who's so super quick early. Um, keeps uh, keeps keeps proving us wrong, we've got dreams as well. and Proper think. pace? Uh, no, I don't think and Proper's got the pace to, to lead this. Um, I don't think it does. No, I don't think it, it does. gets in with either, a nice no. claim. If she does step nicely, it'll, it'll roll pretty quickly. Yep. But. Um, no, look, I think Massimo will grab the back of We've Got Dreams or something yeah. near enough to it. And I, I think Pike will be pretty desperate as well. Not that he doesn't try his best um, at all times, but I think he'll be pretty desperate to, to get a win on a horse that he's ridden for quite a lot of seconds in mm. a row now. So it's not exciting, but I just think what's going to happen, there's, this is a two horse race for me, Massimo and, and um, Prim and Proper. And um, I just think it's going to come down to a battle of the better ride. And I'm happy to back Pike in every day of the week, BJ. So um, I've marked Massimo $2.30. I've marked Prim and Proper $5. Mm. I actually had something on early at the $7.50 just to save. I'm going to – that would be my suggestion. If you can just get your money back. We don't want to make a profit on Prim and Proper. But um, with that weight, if if bow rides at a treat from four, which is a chance, which is every chance obviously – it's 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 the danger um, for me, but uh, I don't need to go any further. We've got dreams as the only other um, winning opportunity. is there any other winning chance, but I'm happy staying out of. We've got dreams up in class with two good ones right on it. Um Right on a tamarind. you got to look. It's beaten Cocky Joy last start. I'm not sure if that form and Badger Courage. Right? I'm not sure if that forms the same level as this. So, look, Massimo, I think this is the one. I really like getting involved in a horse. I haven't got involved all campaigns, so I don't have any qualms in taking the 260 type thing that's you don't, around. Don't so, have any battle scars. Yeah. No, no battle scars. Exactly mm. right. So, I've got a fresh mind in this sense. And um, Massimo with uh, my money back, prim and proper, is my play, BJ.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh, as Terry mentioned, big fan of. Big fan over here of uh, Massimo. Um, seems to, seems to, planet seem to have for him, aligned for him
1: in this race, but the thousand. Mate, I, sorry, I did the mention thousand? that the thousand is definitely the concern. Yeah, that's why I'm probably saving and I'm a little bit more tempered um, than I otherwise would have been. A horse standing trip is always a concern, but Massimo looks. A bit of like a utility, like an Adam Hunter type horse. He sent forward, sent back went up to fourteen hundred, came back to twelve. I win last campaign. It was twelve, are they, are it was 12 they, back they, to eleven.
0: Are they searching? Are they scratching? Well, they
1: they nommed it for a fourteen hundred as well. Yeah. It was 63 and a half up against. Um, was well, it up against something earlier in the day? Yeah, uh, I saw that. it was in the was it championship race. I think, okay, potentially. I can't remember. It was in. Yeah. I can't actually can't remember which one it was nominated for. Yeah. Um, but yes, they are. It's the horse, I think. Adam just gets right for the day and sends it to the track, and it's, um, it tries its darndest. And um, look, there's no black Caddies, Luke's golds in this. Um, I'm, I'm pretty confident. So you're going Pike in the last? I'm going Pike in the last. Yeah. Well, uh, I've gone Pike the majority of the day. I'm pretty <laughs> sure actually. So apart from when McGrady um, rides race seven, rides um, the winner in the seventh, I'm um, yeah, I'm going Pike the majority of the rest of the day. I think.
0: Well, I wrote in my leg up, my preview this morning that I'm going to flip the script. Pontiff in the last, so. Oh, really? Yeah. So my my that's go. A bit, that's
1: a bit cryptic of you, yeah, B J.
0: My go in the last is cryptic love. Mm.
1: Um, I um. It's been scratched more times than a uh, a dog's rear end, has not it, B J? Hasn't it? BJ? Has it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been nommed and withdrawn a few yeah. times. Been in and out. It's a it's a funny one in that sense. Good horse.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I just I, I felt as though. Uh, I'd gravitate naturally towards towards Massimo, but I ended up making quite a strong case for Cryptic Love. I like the way that Paul Harvey's uh, clicked into gear over the last week or so. He's looked a lot more uh, looked a lot, lot lot hungrier in the saddle. I would say uh, has a good record when riding this horse. She really runs for him. I think from a low draw she's going to be back, and there's going to be traffic, and there's going to it's going to be um, tough for her. But she's got some real She's got a real turn of foot. Um, she's going to have some freshness in her legs. I think if the runs appear, I reckon Krippi Love will be launching, uh, probably with the fastest splits. Late. Can it give
1: Massimo a three or four length
0: head start in the bend and get him? Potentially, yeah. Potentially. I think so, yep. Um, I, um, yeah, I'll, but in saying that, I think if Massimo came back a peg, he'd let down better. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But, um, but I just think coiled up, Krippi Love, if, if, if the gaps appear – Pontiff riding desperately. It could be Pontiff for the last. Krypto Love. I marked her a ten dollars chance, and she's she's above that. So yep. I'm happy to 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 search for a little bit of juice in the final event of the day. She's uh, a, uh, a
1: Love. V- very nice horse. Yeah, love or- I mean,
0: she's get back run on so. You, know, you can fall in love with them and they break your heart um, more often than not, but I think at the price, it's worth worth a go, so. Yeah,
1: I like that, little bit of value in the last there. It's good we needed someone to really break the trend and, uh, and actually search for a bit of value. So I like that cryptic love for BJ and, um, and Massimo. Uh, Massimo for me, first time this campaign I'll be uh, getting on board uh, the Massimo train, BJ.